A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by Pete Donaldson, festive boy. How you doing, Pete? What's going on? Festive boy. I'm going to let uh, the listeners into a little secret. Uh, Chris completely forgot how to introduce the podcast, a podcast he's done about 200 episodes of, if not more. Um, I, I don't know what's got, gone wrong this year, but he's closing out 2021 Everything. with a terrible performance. And he's not even got the excuse of Christmas booze. He's not even got the excuse of overindulging over Christmas. He's just gone mad <laughs> i mean my christmas dinner was a disaster what was it It was a mm. a small portion of mcdonald's french fries uh, a small <laughs> packet of, of cheese some like Ooh. dry horrible cheese and uh, a bit of ham and that was and i was sat alone in a room while my family Lucky boy ten thousand miles away had a, a great big turkey gravy sausages <laughs> pigs in oh. blankets yorkshire puddings I, people outside of the UK don't know what pigs and blankets are. It's a sausage wrapped in bacon. It's not something far more sinister than that. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty I, no, sinister I'm, I'm, if you don't eat meat. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not very happy. I, ending ending the year in a bad mood, but then that's entertaining, isn't it? I find I'm in my element mm. when I'm grumpy, when I'm horrible, when I'm a monster. When I'm happy, it's just boring, <laughs> isn't it? I'm happy. All right. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear happy people. They want to hear. Cynical, no. angry monsters, and that's that's what yeah. I do. You have a nice so, Christmas, Pete. Completely agree. Anything nice? I did. Yeah, it was it was, it was, it was nice and chill. I I sort of down tools um, a lot earlier than I thought I was going to down, um, and basically concentrated on the jobs I need to do in the house effectively. So I've got quite a lot <laughs> done. Um, we moved into a house about sort of August, sort of July, August time, um, and and because I've been so busy, I've not really had a chance to kind of do stuff like. I think they call it corking. Uh, I corked. But for some reason, the bloke who owned the, the house before us really wanted a telly in the bath. So we've got a telly in the right. bath like a posh hotel. Um, and so uh, I've noticed the seal was going on that. So I've I've corked that. Um, and I failed to fix a shower properly. I've um, sanded down the work surfaces in the kitchen. I've, I've been quite productive. Wow. I think I've used my time properly uh, rather than just sitting on my arse eating mince pies. But uh, yeah, that, that, that I've still got some of those left. I've still got a lot of cat, a lot of sweets, uh, a lot of candy uh, left over from Christmas. And I'm going I'm to finish it off as soon as I can, to be quite frank. Did you get to uh, meet the man himself? Did you get to meet Father Christmas? Did you come down your chimney? He, he did, Was yeah. He, uh, 
he got he got me all yeah he got me all kinds of stuff. When you get to my age though, I I, I have to draw um, draw resolve and I have to put down red lines for my family. I'm I'm not the sort of person to sort of go, guys. Um, I know you're going to buy me loads of presents, so this is what I'd like. I'm very much a person, guys. I know you're not going to buy me lots of presents, but if you do, can you not buy me any socks that aren't black? I have. I think we spoke about this before. I bought in bulk uh, a lot of sh- a lot of socks off Amazon, really cheap, um, uh, and they're just black. And I don't want any socks in my life that aren't completely pitch black because I can mix and match. Then, if they're exactly the same uh, sort of uh, socks, I don't have to worry about what colours they are. I don't have to worry about what styles they are. They could just be the same. I just don't want socks for Christmas, guys, because I'm going to throw them in the bin. Life hacks for 2022. Yep. Only yep. buy socks of one colour and you can mix and match. I think <laughs> I follow a similar rule, to be honest. I think all my socks are either black or white. It's very boring. Mm. I, uh... You're like Mark Zuckerberg, aren't you? You only have black T-shirts. I do. <laughs> and I want to live in the metaverse because it's going to be brilliant there, isn't it? In the metaverse. What a <laughs> shit idea. What a prick. But uh, I was speaking to a friend the other day and uh, he's got a, a son. And I, you know, I think he's like eight or nine or something. And uh, we were talking about how his son still believes in Father Christmas. And I was like, Aww. I was quite envious. I was like, fuck, wish I believed in Father Christmas. I hope there's no kids listening in into this. I know we do have some parents. I know some of you guys listening with your kids, which I don't recommend doing, given our language and Pete Donaldson's vivid descriptions of things. But I, I, it's just sad. I, I remember believing in Father Christmas. It was magical. I remember I used to lie there in bed and I would deliberately try and stay awake until 2am when I could sort of see this figure come in the bloody bedroom and put a, a sack at the end of my bed or something. It was really cool. It was very exciting. And I remember just well, the real letdown of discovering. I think I asked my gran. I was like, gran, I've got this hmm. feeling that Father Christmas might not be real. And she was like, he's not. And I was like, fuck. And it well, was just listen, the beginning of the look. end for me. It was all downhill after that. If there are any children listening, um, Chris is uh, confused. He is a liar. (laughs) um, And he is in the pocket of Big Christmas. um, And he doesn't believe in Santa (laughs) because... He doesn't believe on like an emotional level. A man could be so good, could be so altruistic, uh, could be so awesome. Uh, we, of course, uh, here in the normal world, know that Santa is indeed real uh, and he it will be getting you presents next year. All right? So I'm just, I'm just cleaning that up, Chris. I've done radio for long enough and you get in trouble for doing two things, talking about how shit cats are um, and how oh. uh, and another thing, saying that Santa isn't real uh, and, and all of the racism and stuff that you get some presenters uh, <laughs> seem duty-bound to do. Um, so, so all that stuff, you've got to be so careful. So, kids... He's just being, he's a very silly man. He's not had enough um, McDonald's fries, and we both like McDonald's fries, don't we? He hasn't had enough McDonald's fries this Christmas, and uh, he's just taken out on everyone else. He's a big, sore-headed gruffalo, he is. This I, think, I think the world has moved on from Father Christmas. He needs to be cancelled. Chris, he, listen, stop this. The, Father Christmas, <laughs> right? He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows yep. when you're awake. Is that a man... Yep. That deserves to be allowed into society. Get in my get in my bedroom, mate. Get in, hey, big beard. Get in my bedroom. Let's have some fun. I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm actually amazed in this era that Santa has not been cancelled yet. A man that comes down your chimney, <laughs> eats your food, breaks into your property, stares at you while you're sleeping. He probably mm. like breathes heavily as he's overlooking you as you lay there asleep. There's something quite <laughs> sherry, sinister about sherry breath. Uh, it's, it's all a bit sinister, isn't it? 
But I'll tell you what isn't sinister. We've got a story this week from Tomislav in Vienna. He says, Dear Chris and Pete, my name's Tomislav and I'm from Vienna. And I thought I would share my experience while being in Japan. I was hanging out with a friend near Osaka Castle when we were approached by an elderly man. He asked us where we were from, to which we said, Austria. And then he asked if Austrians and Germans were the same. That's a tough one for us. To avoid further explanations, I just said yes, much to my friend's displeasure. And then he wanted to know if Austria was attacked by the Nazi Germany in World War II. Well, he outclassed his previous question in terms of inconvenience as I explained what really happened. He kept repeating the pattern with Poland, Czechoslovakia, France and Belgium, which was slightly uncomfortable to say the least. After he got his answers, he casually walked away with satisfaction. That was weird. I never thought a Japanese guy would be that extroverted and overzealous on such a sensitive topic. In Austria and Germany, there is a strong sense of awareness of what happened in World War II and to never, ever let it happen again. Asia... Japan in particular, has its own story in World War II. But after my encounter with the old man, I think it's handled differently, especially uh, the events in Europe. Have you had any awkward moments in Japan on that matter? Uh, I enjoy your YouTube and uh, podcast, Guy. All, all the best from Vienna, Tomislav. There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, it reminds <laughs> me of history. that... Um, that news, the news story we had a few months ago. Remember there was like a, a host club... Uh, where you, like I think women would go and opposite to a hostess club, a host club where mm. you go in as a woman and guys sit there and talk to you for money and pour your drinks. But in this host mm. club, they they dressed up like SS, uh, like SS Nazi people, and there was yes. a lot of uh, displeasure from that uh, about that, which is understandable. I mean, first of all. What the fuck were they thinking? And second of all, who thinks I want to go out tonight and get a drink from a man dressed up like the SS? I don't know what was going on there, but luckily they pulled the uniforms and they pulled it all. Uh, but I mean, it, it, uh, World War Two in Japan, as a whole story to unpack, a story to tell there. I think the it, it, they 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 teach it very differently here. I think um, hmm. they sort of paint themselves as the victims. Uh, in Japan because of the atomic bombings. And uh, they don't cover a lot of the, the bad stuff that went down, which I think is a mistake because it's very important, as Thomas Love said, to, to learn from our mistakes historically. Mm. Um, and uh, they they haven't... I mean, uh, Japan has been very peaceful since World War Two, and I think that's fantastic. And uh, it's a very pacifist country. People here don't want war. They're very against it. And that's a success on the part of the government. Um but I think they would do better to learn a, a bit more about the atrocities of World War Two, just to make sure they didn't happen again. Those are my thoughts on that. Uh, but I haven't mm. really spoken to people about it. You know, it's not like the UK where it's rammed down our throats till the end of time. World War Two. Um, I it's it's taught very differently here. Uh, I mm. think it's interesting though, seeing it from the Japanese perspective. You know, what's it like to be in a country that lost a war? How would you teach your own people? And I think if I, I did a little thought experiment, what if I was, I had a country called Broadtopia, a country where mm. every citizen is awarded fried chicken, but say I rule Broadtopia and I went to war with the United Kingdom over chicken exports. And I, you know, I did some terrible things, committed atrocities, did some terrible shit. And then I lost the war. Surely I'm then going to probably educate my people, you know, we weren't that bad. We just wanted chicken. We what we did. It, you you wouldn't teach your own if, people if necessarily you st- what if you, you did was wrong. Charge, ethically, if you, if you're still in well, charge, yeah. I mean, I anything be, like that. Be, cuts, 
podcasts along. I, <laughs> I think if you started kicking off against uh, the Allied powers, got your bum handed to you in Broadtopia, um, I don't think you'd still be in charge, to be quite frank. I dare say you'd be annexed. <laughs> I dare say ah. there'd be a non-proliferation uh, agreement. There'd be all kinds of things happening. Oh, what happened to Emperor? What happened to Emperor Hirohito after Japan lost World War Two? Yeah, but he wasn't the general, though, was he? I mean, he's still a bit of a figurehead. He, but... Well, I would be the figurehead as well. So of, of Broadtopia, <laughs> and the... I mean, it was a good move to keep uh, the emperor in power. I think that that sort of kept the peace in Japan, and let people get on with mm. it, right? And I think in Broadtopia, after all the terrible shit that I would do, my people would need me as. Uh, as my bloodline of this fictional country that's gone on far too long now, <laughs> as an example, they'd want me there. Well, I mean, I, it's not... Well, on, I'm one studio about wars. and you think you can take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't like talking about it. I feel like I open myself to attack here. I'm not a historical expert. I, do, I love history. I was quite good at it at school, but I'm not an expert on uh, the wars. I do think it's important to try and learn war, uh, try and learn history from an objective perspective as much as possible, something that in hindsight we don't do in the UK. We're just as guilty of teaching our people that the British Empire was good. It was good what happened in India. We built them a railroad, didn't it? That's basically what I learned about the British Empire. It was great. We helped the world and we gave people things, but that's not quite what happened, is it? But... uh, this isn't the abroad in Japan. This is the abroad in Japan podcast. It's not the Chris Broad tries and struggles to explain history. My advice is try and learn as best you can what happened in terms of history from an objective perspective, something that's impossible to do when you're learning from your own nation, right? Mm. I mean, look, and in the same way that the British Empire went all around the world and stole shit to put in our museums, um, here's a new story this week about a police sergeant <laughs> who just loves to do a little bit of stealing. He's been disciplined, right? 42-year-old police sergeant, which I find amusing that uh, someone my age could be a police sergeant. Uh, obviously, people can be police sergeants in their 30s, but for some reason, 42 years old just seems too junior for me. Um, he was disciplined for stealing 200 yen from, get this, a shrine donation box. Chris, it's not only a god on earth, a, a crime on earth, it's a crime in the god space as well. The metaverse. The, so he's going to anger some gods by stealing from the shrines, surely. I mean, this is just very, very naughty indeed. Basically... Shrines and temples in Japan, you'll all have seen them. If you've been to Japan, uh, and even if you haven't, you would have seen a video in Chris's videos or other ones where um, people, uh, a lot of these temples um, operate almost solely on the funds of uh, donations, effectively. Uh, so it's people throwing money in the coins and, and bigger, donation, uh, bigger donations elsewhere. So um, there's a little box outside every single uh, temple. People can throw a bit of coin in there. So you usually throw like a five yen coin. Is that the one with a little hole in? It is the five yen coin with a little hole yeah, in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you see, you see on uh, travellers' um, necklaces. Um, you throw uh, the money in the box to draw the attention of the spirit or god of the shrine. Then you clap, you bow, you, you say your prayers or whatever. Say your prayers and then leave. But <laughs> this guy uh, in Komono, Mie Prefecture, where's that, Tekris? It's just outside of Nagoya and it's home to Matsusaka, right. the most expensive beef in Japan. And that's the only time I've been through <laughs> well, That's probably why. Surprisingly. Yeah. That's probably why he did it. He used a screwdriver to open the box and stall oh my god. 200 
200 yen. It's just under $2 in March of this year. And uh, the, 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 the charge of theft have only just been filed against him. I just wanted money for cigarettes and coffee. Um, this is the reason why he did this. This is the reason why he stole 200 yen. I don't know how much coffee. I don't know how many cigarettes you're going to uh, be able to buy uh, with 200 yen. <laughs> His wife, apparently, hadn't given, given him any spending money in 10 years, and this is what led him oh to commit the crime. In Japan, uh, women generally um, operate the uh, the household finances, which, mm, if, mm. if you've ever been in a relationship with me, is an excellent idea. Uh, it's common... <laughs> For this to go on, and and they basically give their husband um, pocket money, basically, and he was yeah. never allowed any uh, pocket money for cigarettes and coffee. So he's uh, he, he's been he's for, for the crime of stealing two hundred yen, uh, a law crime uh, in a church in in a, in a holy site. Uh, he's received a three month suspension, uh, but he's uh, he's basically just asked for a voluntary early retirement. He wants to spend well, more 42. time at home where he where he could cook his own coffee. <laughs> I mean, there's a, I lot, know. there's a lot to unpack there, isn't there? Like, it's pretty sad <laughs> yeah. when you need to pry open a box to steal 200 yen. It's not exactly the great train heist, is it? Fucking hell. And What are you <laughs> going to get out of that, though? Like, that is a cup of coffee at best, surely. Well, I think a bit of Family Mart chicken costs 120 yen, so you could almost buy two pieces. God, that's cheap. God, that's, that's definitely cheap, worth Chris. sacrificing wow. your entire career, your main income stream, <laughs> destroying your reputation yeah. amongst... The whole town definitely worth it, isn't it? <laughs> to get that two hundred yen, it's one of those situations where you wonder if there's more to the story, um, right? Or if he's making up that whole allowance thing. But I mean, that is yeah. common in Japan, as you said. You know, I think Natsuki Natsuki's in that position where uh, Asami mm. manages his wife manages all the finances. Probably a good idea. I know Natsuki well. Yeah. I know what he does with his money. If he gets his hands on it, he's like, I want to buy a motorbike. And he buys a motorbike, <laughs> and then he never ever rides it, and that's what Natsuki right. does. So it's probably a good thing. Uh, but Natsuki doesn't steal money from boxes no. like this, and I, I think that's just sad. Really, I think that's that's kind of sad. I think he should have just maybe asked his wife for a little bit more money that week. Can I have some money think, for fags, please? <laughs> but I, but I, you know that it, it might seem trivial, like in the UK, right? I'm trying to put myself, I'm trying to think of it from a British perspective here, right? If a, mm. a police sergeant just stole 200 yen, aka that's about £1.50, no one would give yeah. a shit, right? That'd be like, oh, Dave, don't I steal I think the if pound. he stole it from a church or something, he'd probably get fired. You, you would get fired. It shows very low moral fibre, doesn't it? Not really yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. what you're I doing. So. You're supposed to be protecting the, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think suspension, three month suspension was a good idea, but, uh, he took his retirement because your reputation just doesn't bounce back from that, uh, certainly in Japan. People take things like that very seriously, and uh, I think that's why, luckily, petty crime in Japan is quite rare <laughs> compared to um, other countries. But uh, yeah. oh, it's sad, though. It's a sad story. Yeah, I, I guess so. Now. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he just wanted fags. He's a man who wants fags. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> have we have we have we yeah, there you're on a well, night hopefully... out you're on a night out you've only got 200 yen yet left and you're not gonna you can't afford fags so you think about stealing it from a church box we've all been oh, there god. chris oh god <laughs> i hope not pete i hope not well that was a sad story <laughs> and hopefully our fax machine and your questions and stories will uplift us in just a moment guys selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donaldson? Stoney has got in touch from the wonderful uh, city of Nashville. Hey, Chris and Pete, we are listening public demand an update on Natsuki's smoking habits. See? It all links together. Uh, has he started to quit yet, or has he completely given up on doing so and thus disappointing the listening fans? Kick, 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 kick an ass and living that wonderful Japanese life. Stoney from Nashville. Now, I was watching your uh, live show from your studio uh, mm. a few weeks ago With Natsuki. Uh, as I was driving up to uh, Hartlepool, driving home for Christmas. And um, I don't think That's- I saw. Saw Natsuki smoke, but I just when I see Natsuki, I presume there's always a cigarette in his hand. <laughs> I mean, during the live show, he did. He was like, "I need the toilet," and I was like, "Yeah, sure you do." He didn't get the toilet. He went outside <laughs> and had a cigarette. And uh, right. no, he he very much smokes as much as he used to. It is a shame. Mm. I do want him to try and stop for the sake of his health. They say like you know, it, it takes what seven years for your body to uh, regenerate a lot of the damage done through smoking and. He yeah. is coming up to 50 years old. If if he can stop before then, hopefully he can still live, you know, past 80. But I fear if he doesn't yeah. stop soon, it's going to really shorten his lifespan. And that we don't want that to happen. Nobody wants that. So I'm going to really try and push for mm-hmm. it next year um, and do like a documentary or something. Something where mm-hmm. I can utilize the power of a bra in Japan, 2 million subscribers to bully Natsuki into stopping smoking. In a fun way, <laughs> bullying through fun. Yeah, um, just get, I, I get everyone to just bombard Natsuki with like video messages telling him to stop. Like that was a plan I had mm. where, in, he, when he works, he goes out for a smoking break every ten minutes, 
And instead of mm. smoking, what if he went outside and he watched a, a video message from a viewer? And that would be the same. I, I mean, I'm not, probably having like a, like a guy just shout at Natsuki down a video isn't as relaxing as having a nice nicotine rush, but it could be a start. Yeah. Anything. If you guys I mean, have any ideas really on how want, to get Natsuki to when stop, someone's, let me know. When someone's messing with your hair, though, do you really want someone with stinky <laughs> fag fingers in your, in your hair? A fair point. Oh, a fair gross. point. should say that. We got one here you don't want that. from... We don't want that. We got one here for. He gives a nice head massage, though. I give that to Natsuki. He's good at mas- massaging oh, your head. Lovely. It does feel a bit Those weird, tobacco though. Tobacco fingers. <laughs> it is a bit weird having Natsuki do that. Uh, Brian from Mer- Maryland says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. I recently finished a book called The Phone Booth at the Edge of the World by Laura Imai Messina. The novel is based on the wind phone, a real life phone booth in Iwate Prefecture where grieving people speak." to their deceased loved ones. Uh, however, despite all of the J-vloggers I've watched over the years and all the videos that the YouTube algorithm has shoved in my face, I've not once come across anything covering this topic. Is the wind phone a place that either of you have heard of? Uh, thank you for your time, guys. Brian from Maryland. Now, we I think we, we did talk about it. I think it must have been a year ago now because I was mm. equally as impressed to hear about it. Do you remember what the wind phone is, Pete? Not really, no. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's just been uh, um, it's just been described to us in that in that email. But no, I, I don't remember um, hearing about this at all. To be honest, it's a lovely idea. I mean, after the tsunami, uh, obviously twenty thousand people lost their lives along the coastline, and mm. one way to help like grieving relatives sort of get over their grief was to have this this phone. It's this phone booth where you can go inside and just talk down the phone as if you're talking to a relative, right? It's quite a nice, beautiful thing. Mm. I, I actually did nearly go there uh, for an episode of 12 Days of Christmas, this series I did throughout December. I wanted to go yeah. there for one of the days and um, and talk about it and present it. But unfortunately, mm. I wasn't able to find the time to leave Sendai. But I do want to do it and I do want to go and cover it. But it's a sensitive topic and I often wonder, you know, am I the right person to tackle that? Uh, so, well, I, I do want to go. I do want to go and see it because I think it's a beautiful mm. story and um, I'd like to go and uh, and, and see that. Um, it's yeah. in a, it's quite in a, it's in a very remote location as well. It's not too mm. far from where I went with you, Pete, to the um, the abandoned building for the two hundred right, billion okay. dollar documentary that we did mm. uh, last year. Mm. Got one here from <laughs> Reese. Well, that's what the title <laughs> of the video was. The documentary yeah, so. didn't have two hundred billion dollars spent on it. It was about the two hundred billion dollar disaster. Right. Okay. Reese has got into trial. I uh, know that Japanese culture puts a lot of weight on not inconveniencing others. So, will uh, Japanese public transport, bush, tube, uh, tube, and uh, railway caught with a foreigner lugging around two <laughs> large suitcases and a backpack for one person, or is that asking a bit much? Now, I can't remember the last time you lugged your, uh, you know, suitcase after suitcase. Uh, through the Japanese metro system. Uh, so I'll take this one, Chris. Uh, just don't do it in rush hour, which is what I no. did uh, with a big oh, old no. case and everyone was very upset with me. <laughs> I needed oh, to get somewhere, it, guys. It, I on. hate it so much when you like arrive from <laughs> Haneda Airport and you sort of, yeah. you, you end up, you go through like a big station like Hamamatsucho and you've got your big suitcase and people just really get pissed at you when you've got luggage yeah. in Japan because well, I, don't, I don't know why, but like, they're, just, they're not very happy about it. Um, mm. So yeah, make sure when you when you arrive, it's not around six p.m. till eight p.m. <laughs> Avoid then. Just sit at the airport and have a McDonald's, uh, but it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, right? But that's it. Don't worry. Oh. You'll just get some nasty looks, and people won't be nice 
but and, I mean, avoid avoid Tokyo it's, rush it's, hour anyway. It's invariably Tokyo, so like you, yeah, um, mm. you'll never see these people again. So do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, fine. that's the way to live. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. I've just realised it's the last podcast of the hey. year. I hope you've all had as good a year as possible. Although I've been grumpy. I am happy with how 2021 has gone. I, you know, I'm pretty happy with things we've done and the podcast as well. So, yeah, I, I think it's been a good year and I'm sure we'll knock it out of the park next year as well in 2022. Dare I say, I might get to meet Pete Donaldson again one day in the flesh, know, in right? the face. Can't imagine such a thing. <laughs> in the face. I'm going to give you a bit of Pete Donaldson in the face, Chris. Just you wait. God forbid. But until then, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. Have a very happy new year uh, and a last, a nice sort of last week to 2021. Unwrap yeah. your final gifts, eat some chocolate, have a great time. Mm. Don't drink too much. And I'll see you right back here in 2022 to do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye from us. Bye for now. Woo! Woo! Happy New Year! Yeah. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.